It's one o'clock. Inspiration 92.3 FM. Inspiration. Inspiration. 92.3 FM. Good. Good afternoon. And welcome to another Sunday's programming of Wellness Half Hour. A half hour in which we explore together several realms within the space of wellness. And we define wellness as really our starting point, the deliberate, creative, divine design of man and his environment, of earth. And all that we need to thrive in wellness already exists. We're all born with it. So we say wellness is a perspective on our health that gives reverence to the source of our being. The source of our being. Creation. And all that we need for that, for that, for the journey, for this physical part of our journey, is already here. So, welcome to Wellness Half Hour. As always, we impart that there are five pillars to wellness. Number one is spirituality. Number two is mindset. Number three, nutrition. Number four, lifestyle. And number five, environment. Today, we're going to explore nutrition, lifestyle. We're going to bring it together from a very powerful and absolutely necessary perspective. We have two ladies in the house who are going to journey with us. We're going to look at what we put into our bodies from the earth and from the kitchen. How we take it creatively, put it together. And so we have an awesome chef by name Lola. And we have an just, you guys know her as a farmer, as an entrepreneur. Um, everything just centered on wellness. Margaret, good afternoon, Margaret. Good afternoon, doctor. Good afternoon, Lagos and beyond. Good afternoon, doctor. Good afternoon, Lagos. Yes, Lagos and beyond. And of course, greetings, Eagle, who is always just perched awesome, giving us guidance on the deck. Okay, so... Where do we start? And Chef Lula is actually based in New York and she's been in town for several weeks now and she's been doing seminars, she's been doing programs teaching folks how to eat healthy. So let's look at that word, eating healthy. And why does that word even exist? Isn't food food? Wouldn't I, I could just take food chop? What I buy them from Mama Puto, I get, get them for Ketu. Now chop, chop, and chop. Chef, help us understand what is this eating healthy? Okay, thank you very much, Doctor. Um... I feel like the world, the word healthy eating has been misused a lot of times. Everybody um, puts things together and just say healthy eating. But it's beyond that. Um, first of all, the source, where are you getting this food from? Um, secondly, how are you preparing this food? Because food can be healthy, but then the preparation can be bad. And then it ends up being bad. Um, is the food GMO, genetically modified? Um, is the food processed? Is the food in its intact form, the way nature provided it? All those things are very important. Um, and again, um, are you eating the right way? Are you eating at the right time? There are so many things that come together to form um, healthy food. And I feel like um, the, the work starts with re, um, reintroducing ourselves to healthy eating, 
um, relearning about what food really is, what really is food. A lot of the things we eat today is not food. So um, what exactly is food? And from there, we, we, we can now move on to healthy eating. Because if we don't know what food is, then we can't really be talking about healthy eating. Oi, chef, you've thrown out some big ones there. Yeah, saying food is not food anymore. <laughs> there's food and there's what, something that's called not food. All right, that one you'll break down for us. Using that big word, GMO. Yeah, some of our folks who have joined with us know about GMO, and many don't. So maybe we'll leave that one for Margaret to break down. <laughs> okay, food. If, you, if something is food, what is everything else? Help us understand what you mean by what is food and what is everything else, because you're creating a difference. Okay, so um, first of all, I personally eat only things that, or I try to eat um, only things that come from nature in its intact form. So the roots, the seeds, the plant itself, every single thing. Because what happens is we eat a part of it and say we are eating food, but nature has provided these things in its wholesome form. Um, if, if I may just throw in, yeah. sorry to interrupt you. Folks, get your pen and paper. You know, there are people who talk and just talk for talking sake. There are people who talk and walk the talk and live the talk. You see Chef Lula's skin. It is flawless. There is no wrinkle. There is no pimple. There is no blemish. There is nothing. It is just how God created it from birth. It is flawless. So if that's the outcome of what she's teaching us, I beg, take serious notes and start practicing. Just go ahead. Okay, so um, so there are seven things that I use to guide myself when I want to buy food. So first of all, um, what's the form that the food is in? Is it in the form that nature provided it? That's one. Um, is it um, genetically modified or not? And genetically modified is it has been crossbred to form something that's not in its original form. I don't want to go into the science because it, it might be confusing, but... Um, look out for that. Is it organic? Now, a lot of the food that we've been eating have been sprayed with pesticides. They have been grown with fertilizers that are harmful to our bodies. So, is it organic? Um, four, um, is it in line with um, our culture? Because a lot of us very quickly want to be like the Onyibo. We want to eat things that are foreign. But um, if we look back at how um, we grew up, for people who are much older, what our parents ate, what our grandparents ate, um, it, it gives us an idea of what we should be eating because those people lived way longer than we are currently living. Um, and and it's, it's, it just has to do with their lifestyle, their, what, what they were eating, what they were doing, what they were involving themselves with. Um, um, also, um, is am I using, uh, another thing I look at is, am I using the best form of cooking? So there's deep frying, for example, there's baking, there's steaming, there, there are um, cooking methods that preserve the nutrients of this food. Are we using those methods or we're just like, oh, after the taste of the food and so let's deep fry and, and um, do away with what nutrients we'll be getting from food because a lot of people just eat for the sake of eating nobody really cares that oh, am i getting the nutrients i need my body needs from this food that um, i'm eating so when we put all those things together um i i would say that if you can try to get all these things together that that will be close to eating healthy <laughs> chef lula you are schooling us you've thrown out this one again am i getting the nutrients that i'm supposed to be getting or feeding so Ego, when you and I go to the restaurant, we ask them, can I see the nutrients list? 
Oh yeah, Margaret, help us understand. This thing's called nutrients. This thing's called nutrients, and why should we be concerned about nutrients? Okay, we should be concerned about nutrients because food in itself is nothing without nutrients. Yes, because the the food, what we see, only carries the nutrients. That's really what nourishes our body. The nutrients nourish. The nutrients build. The nutrients repair. The nutrients uh, rejuvenate. Did you all hear those three words? The nutrients repair, the nutrients build, build, and the rejuvenate. It, yes. Rejuvenate means they can rebuild. They can take the damage out and put new ones in. Yes. Are you listening closely? <laughs> yes. So that, that's why it's important. And with processed foods, just like the chef has said, many of those foods are processed in a way that the nutrients are lost. So we're eating the shell of the food Um Yes, we're eating the body of the food without the content of the food, or without the essence. Yes, let me say it that way. We're eating the body without the essence, the real thing that matters. So it still looks like it, probably may smell like it. It may even smell better with whatever additives they've put. But the essence, as nature intended it, is, is lost. Okay, let's even go... A step back in the processing the essence the content the reason for consuming that food the reason why the body has the attraction to the food is absent chef mentioned the pesticides the chemicals we add in the production in the cultivation process yeah does that play also into the nutrients um yes it does and especially with gmo we at the end of the day we don't with the manipulation that is done in the process most of the nutrients are gone. Like a certain famous doctor in the U.S. said that the wheat we eat now is not the wheat our forefathers ate. It's not the wheat that Moses and the Israelites ate in the desert. It's not the same because in a place, in many countries, because of the constant manipulation of the genetic form of that wheat, what we have now doesn't give us the same thing at all okay so chef once upon a time wheat was original or food today wheat is not would you call it food again <laughs> what are we eating today that we call wheat shaft. <laughs> if, if it was shaft it, it would even say have shaft the shaft would still have those <laughs> nutrients in it but all right so in now in the preparation what are some of the things that we do subconsciously that knocks out the nutrient value first of all um eating refined grains i think that that's the worst thing that we do to ourselves um and that's because we don't understand what um it's supposed to be and, and in the classes that we held in the last week we had to like break it down actually show people what a grain it is looks like, and yeah. how the um outer layer yeah. the bran and the um and and germ, and all. the germ are taking out and then what we're eating now that's starchy that causes um, diabetes and all the different illnesses that we um, bring on ourselves because of the food we eat so um, the processing strips a lot of the nutrients out and then these nutrients are reintroduced into this food synthetically and you know so it's like when I can get the real thing why am I buying something that's been um, synthetically added you know um, so again it's 
actually understanding what it is because you can't just tell people eat this don't eat this they need to know why this is why this is what you're supposed to be getting and this is what you're currently getting and this is why you should go back to what we used to eat before how it's best eating wow go back to what we ate before and how it's best eaten okay let's look at the contemporary environment we're in we, we all work the classes you, you, you've been holding these several mm-hmm. weeks, just share with us two or three of the challenges that people like me, we, we tell you that this is unreal now. I have to, I need convenience. <laughs> okay. Share some of the challenges that, you, that your class members shared with you and how we can overcome these challenges in our contemporary society. Okay, so I, I'll say challenge and advantage. Now, um, pick rice over millet so we did a lot of things with millet and sogum and -hmm. people were like wow so i can eat millet and sogum like i eat rice i can stir fry it i can turn it into because we did like a fried rice dish but instead of using regular rice we used um guinea corn like wow i didn't know that this was possible so it goes back to first we had to explain to people this is what you're um, currently losing from eating refined white rice and this is what you can get from eating whole grains like millet, like sogum, like brown rice in its whole form. And this is a way that you can transform this food that will make you feel like, oh, this is so boring. So it's a combination of different things that will eventually get you excited to eat again and eat well. I'm getting excited just listening to this learning. Hmm. Okay. And were they excited? Were they happy? Were they cheerful? They were cheerful? so happy. And, and the fact that millet is way cheaper than rice, right. it's like, wow. So I can do the same thing I do with rice and at a cheaper cost. So maybe it's not as difficult as I thought it was. Maybe it's something I can now practice. Uh-huh. All of you that accuse me and, and say, I'm always preaching organic food or healthy food that is more expensive than the regular sickening food. Now you've heard millet, a natural ancient grain that we've had for centuries, long before we, we popularized rice is more nutritious, has more advantages, can be prepared in several ways similar to rice, if not better self, and enjoyed. True. And it's funny that she said that because in, the re- in recent years, I've been doing a lot of experimentation with, I've been doing a lot of experimentation with um, grains. You know, I've, I, I've baked with sorghum, that's guinea corn. I've baked with white corn. I've baked with yellow corn. I've made cookies and... Um, people thought I was crazy. <laughs> but I remember that even in secondary school, one project that the home economics department had was to make cookies. And I remember a friend of mine who made, who was in that class, brought some cookies. And those cookies had nothing to do, had nothing on the oat cookies that are very common in the supermarket right now. It tasted amazing. And that was well over 20 years ago and I haven't forgotten I haven't forgotten the experience of the taste of that which was made in a home economics class so for our entrepreneurs out there you're hearing their alternatives now one may say well millet isn't as available readily or readily available as rice is is that the case or do we are we just not looking no, I think at it we're- you know that um, one of the people, sorry to cut you, one of the people who took the class, the very next day after the class, she started to show me all the different places she saw millet and so go. And I'm like, whatever you focus on, you, you find. Yes. That's how it is. <laughs> Folks, what you focus on, you find. Write that one down. Quotation from Chef Lula. 
All right. So millet is a the gem. It, it's available. It's available. Right. Let me just look how much time we're good with time. All right. You mentioned sorghum, you mentioned millet. Mm-hmm. I know sorghum is used for a few other things, including even brewing mm-hmm. local. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Name, name another local item that. Um, Acha, fonio. Okay. So that's very good for diabetic patients. And we stir fried it, we baked with it, we made flatbreads. Like, these are common things that are cheap and we look down on every day. There's so many things. Like if I wanted to start, we probably won't finish. We baked with tiger nut flour without wheat at all. We made cake with it and it tasted amazing. You should have seen how everybody was like fighting for the food. And I'm like, we didn't use any sugar. We didn't use any milk. And we didn't use wheat. And it was so nice. We made bread. We made all sorts of things. And the idea of the class was to just open people's minds up. It's not to teach you recipes. that These things are possible. And they can be delicious. And they are plentifully grown locally. Yes. And they are superfoods. Acha, Fonio, is a superfood. It's actually Africa's oldest grain. It is Africa's oldest grain. And, you know, there's... There are various varieties of millet. The most common one is pearl millet. Mm-hmm. But we also have finger millet, which is even more suitable for people, who, which is medicinal mm-hmm. for people who have diabetes. I tell you that in certain communities in Kaduna, the pharmaceutical companies are not making money with diabetes medication there because they're constantly, it's, it's their staple, and they eat a lot of... Um, finger millet which is locally called tamba mm-hmm. um some call it red millet because it, it kind of looks red and um the eastern the indians call it ragi because they they have it as well they consume this and they don't have blood sugar problems in communities where this is consumed as a staple they do not suffer diabetes you've all heard that saying let food be thy medicine medicine be thy food which, which we attribute to some Greek philosopher by name Hippocrates. But truly, in Africa, we've been practicing it long before Hippocrates came along. And by the way, you know that that dude studied in Africa. That's <laughs> another discussion. All right. Um, chef, are you having any more of these teaching experience sessions? Initially, it was supposed to be a one-off, but um, we had about 72 people for the class and the stories were just like different people with high blood pressure diabetes cancer so i i see that there's a need and um, i'm going to organize more in the future all right so just listen to this space you'll get that information now mm-hmm. getting these items margaret is involved with a group called T, TD, tkd TKD farms <laughs> Entre- women entrepreneurial women women who have been in other areas of industry, from oil and gas to um, to, to media, finance, to finance, um, banking. Even banking, medicine, dentistry, and they've gone into organic farming. They've gone into healthy cultivation of food for us. Tell us a bit more. Tell us about this group of women and how we can access them. Okay, so we, as he has already said, are women from different walks of life who have had various experiences, and these experiences have brought us to bring about things that we think are needed in the wellness space. And kind of like what Chef Lola said, we're returning to what 
we had before we have what we have now if that makes sense but we're just returning to that so there are various um products they're all natural and the all the aim, the aim of everything that we do is to provide people with with an alternative so we are at the tkd farms farmers market every saturday um yeah you can also follow us on instagram and there we it's hard for me to say. I'm trying not to talk too much because there's so much to see. I would just say, come yes. and see what we're doing. And this is, uh, there's a lot of innovation, a lot of creativity, all towards wellness I was there and yesterday. eating healthy. I was there yesterday. Yes. And one of the farmers said, doctor, combine red bell pepper with orange juice, fresh squeezed orange juice. Lord have mercy. Folks, we're going to take a brief break here and come back. You can come back with your questions on 0700 This September, Fidelity SME Forum will now come your way at 5 p.m. on Tuesdays with a repeat broadcast on Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. We continue to equip you with insights, skills, and expertise required for building a sustainable and successful business. Join us then. Listen to Business Growth with Riri Okoye every Tuesday at 11.35 a.m. This informative and exciting radio show will offer listeners practical advice to help grow their business even in a tough economy. The tone of the show will be professional and educational, yet light-hearted to allow listeners to learn and stay tuned. Counter-attacking football at its best! The game is over. The players are off the pitch, but the fans remain to tell the tale. Join us on Counter-Attack and have your say on the most topical and controversial issues in the world of sports. Excuse me. No, no, more seriousness. And Tony, you need to apologize. Did you just call him a useless confusion? Think you know better than us? Want to counter what anybody else has said? Let's all meet on Counter-Attack. This is your chance to take control of the mic and tell us exactly how you feel. Counter-Attack, Mondays to Thursdays, 4.15pm to 4.30pm on your number one family radio, Inspiration 92.3. Counter-Attack, you get to do all the talking. Counter-Attack. I am sailing home again Across the sea our blue economy is here. So also is the lucky deep sea port. Do you know we are a more secure Gulf of Guinea? Or you want to be abreast with current happenings in the global maritime market? Are you aware that Nigeria's customs service has suddenly taken up a prime position as a major contributor to the Federation account? These and many more developments in Nigeria's maritime industry is what we will serve you every Thursday on Shipping on Radio on Inspiration 92.3 FM, Lagos at 2.05 p.m. Your anchor man is Asu Beggs, arguably the doyen of maritime journalism in Nigeria. Shipping on Radio is from the stables of Maritime Media Limited.
as we were talking just now, what flashed in my mind is um, Fela's song "Suffering and Smiling." Mm. <laughs> you know, I've heard so many stories from our listeners here. All right, there's a caller: zero seven zero zero Good afternoon. Your name and where you're calling from? Hello. Yes, sir. Your name and where you're calling from? Uh, I'm uh, Mr. Joe. Is my name. I'm calling from Satellite uh, Townside. Yes, sir. Go ahead, sir. Um, recently, some years some years ago, I was I tested uh, one thirty five at uh, sugar level, my sugar level, and the doctor said I should stop eating uh, too much of uh, starchy food. Now I'm asking, which of these is it finger millet? That um, I will change over to have the eating wheat, but at the same time, I was having the same sugar problem. Or do I rely on millet, millet, eating it like rice? Okay. So, you've asked several questions. A <laughs> rice or wheat? You've asked about the rice or wheat? Sorry, go ahead, sir. Go ahead, sir. Uh, the. The, the, what I want is, which one do I go, which one is better? Okay, very well. Okay. Thank um, you. What you want to go for um, are grains that are whole, so they are not, when you see in its flower form, it shouldn't be white. It should be, it should have some like brown sparks, and if you're buying it whole, it should be the whole grain. So yes, you can take millets like rice. But you, you don't want to peel the skin off. You want to eat the whole thing. Because with diabetes, you need fiber. Yes. And the fiber is gotten from the skin, the, the outer layer mm. of the grain. So um, any grain you decide to go with, please make sure that you're eating it in its whole form. Yes. Yes, and um, you, you're right. Millet. Millet goes a long way, especially finger millet. Mm -hmm. Especially finger millet. Let me take this discussion and just create a, a national warning if you are hearing from somebody that you are diabetic go and eat wheat please abandon that information after this program abandon that information if you're diabetic leave wheat alone wheat is highly inflammatory i don't care if it's white wheat blue wheat white, um, brown wheat just leave wheat alone and today you've learned about local options that are inexpensive abundantly available and to the benefit of your health our health Zero seven zero zero nine two three nine two three nine two three. In these discussions, one cannot help but hear stories of how our grandparents, great grandparents, lived very long with minimal health issues. I had a client just yes, yesterday who talked about his great grandmother who got to about age one hundred twenty-six. Wow. Yeah. As on their best calculation, and how did they calculate it? She was alive during the. Um, major flu pa pandemic that occurred about a hundred years ago. I, I always talk about my great grandmother, who, to our best estimate, age 110, when we were little kids and going to the village two, three times a year, she was still waking up the first in the morning. She was still sweeping, bending over, sweeping with the traditional broom, still packing a basket, still starting the fire to, to cook in the outdoor. So they were doing something right nutritionally that we have abandoned in our urban quest. I'm glad you've taken us back to this. I want to use the word ancient grains to add a bit of respect to them. Not just grains, but that wisdom <laughs> grains. 
good afternoon, wellness half hour, name and where you're calling from. Wow, I'm happy I got through to you. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Very well, ma'am. Yeah, I just wanted to join the conversation. I really appreciate uh, the ladies in the studio. Um, we appreciate it. Thank you. Please, your name and where you're calling from, ma'am. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. My name is uh, Funke. I'm calling from Lucky. Awesome. So, I recently got to know Sam Bank, which is the finger millet. Okay. And I tell you, this is a super grain. Yes, it is. It is so delicious. You can make parsley, you can make um, semos or a barbecue. When I use it for pap, I you can simply using honey or even using it by itself is even sweet. And I was like wowed by it because I, I grew up in the north and I didn't know it then. So just to butter what they are saying that we really need to go back to back to the basics, back to the natural food God has made this nation with. I mean, they do us a whole lot of good, uh, a, a whole lot of good, more than the processed food that we've gotten accustomed to. Uh, that's my own little contribution. Thank you. Thank you Thank very you much. So much. I'm glad yeah. you're enjoying Tamba. Our time is just about up. There's still more to learn. So I'm going to request if next week we can do a part two to this. Because there are other local um, grains and um, mm. what do you call them? Foods and Foods, snacks. Yes, that we need to, snacks. We need to be aware of. Snacks, yes. All right. And I'm about to strike, cut into Uncle Sunny's time. Folks, thank you very much for joining us today. Margaret, mm. Chef Lula, thank you. We look forward to the information where your next sessions will be. And we'll put it out on, on through, through all our, our platforms, including here at Family Radio. Mm. Hopefully, you'll join us again next Saturday. God's grace, we'll I will be here. Dig God willing. Into our ancient wisdom foods that... You need to put back on the table. Ego, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Have a blessed week, everyone. Bye.